from the creators who brought you RuPaul's Drag Race and Million Dollar Listing. This is World of Wonders Wow Report. Things that make us go wow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of The Wow Report on Radio Andy. I'm producer Blake Jacobs, and I'm here by myself while everyone is out enjoying the holidays. So I thought, why not do a best of show? But everyone does best of shows. So this one's a little different. It's the top 10 things that happened in 2020 that you may have forgot happened in 2020. I mean, maybe you remember them, but it just seems so long ago because of the ongoing pandemic or all the news from the White House. Nope. All of these stories happened in 2020, like this one, number 10. Number 10. You guys, um, there are signs of the apocalypse all around us, but one that cannot be ignored happened on what used to be my favorite show, still kind of is, I just haven't watched it in a couple of years, The Kardashians. The Kim Courtney physical fight aired this past week. Did you see it? I saw bits of it on Twitter, and it looked absolutely just insane. What were they fighting about? I mean, it looks so real. It looked it real. Is real. That's what we love about the Kardashians. It's it's not hard to explain. It's basically Courtney, the quiet one, who you know basically doesn't want to do the show anymore. And she's been saying this for like two or three years, and kind of like I just want to spend more time with my children, and blah blah blah. And hundred million dollars, so she's done it. She could be out. And Kim kind of takes it personally, and Chloe because they're raising children, they're doing the show, and you know that whole thing. And so it was just, it was part of me was disgusted and judgmental, which is so great of me. You know, one of my great attributes. But (laughs) they're only in their thirties. I thought they're in their thirties. Their parents. I have, I'm, I'm much older than 30, but I'm sure I cussed out. And I don't know that I've ever physically come after my brother and sister. But that we've had was an awful slap. That was awful. like, there were fingernails and arms. There was clapping. And my favorite part, because it's, it's sort of in three parts. And anyone within the sound of my voice, whether you've ever watched the Kardashians or not, you must watch this. Um, there's an amazing moment where, you know, Kim kind of charges. Courtney at the end of a white hall in one of their massive homes and Courtney pushes her back and Kim's shoulder hits the wall it kind of grazes the wall comes off and they keep going at it everyone's watching the fight I'm watching the body makeup mark left on the white wall <laughs> and, I, and I know this is controversial to say if you're just tuning in this is a joke but I haven't watched the Kardashians for a couple seasons we were given by the way our Emmy for best uh, reality competition by Kim and Kendall, who was watching. Kendall was watching the whole time, horrified. Um, uh, but um, they wear a lot of, they're darker than they used to be. I'm not going to say the Kardashians wear blackface, but they're a lot darker than they used to be. Just this point. What was the fight about? Just sisterly resentment over many, many years. And Courtney sort of once again saying she wants off the show and that, you know, and you're a horrible sister and let me get that. It's just all of that unspoken sibling angst. But if there's ever been siblings who have overthought and overspoke and overshared with each other, it's the Kardashians. It's hard to believe that after 10 years or 15 years of the show that there's still unsaid things between them. You know, how much of it really was 
a little bit scripted, like you're going to get into an argument and you're going to say no. this, this, and then it sort of got real as they were doing it. It's ugly. I don't. Th- I don't go there. I think it was a big thing. There's a statement afterwards that Courtney is taking a, 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 a distance herself from the show, shooting much less. Only things that really import her. They made it so by the end of the show they'd made up, and supposedly in real life because this was shot a while ago, they've made up. But I'm telling you, it is a real fight. It is physical. Um, there's one of the mob wives. I never watched that show. But on Instagram, she does a play-by-play of their fight. Talking about, they've never had a real fight in their life. Oh, oh, oh. You know, it's, it's like she's going in. And I have to say, Chloe, supposedly Courtney's anger at Chloe than at Kim. Kim and Courtney had the fight. But Chloe was there and kind of took Kim's side verbally and was and was and then the mob wife was like she's watching like she cares that she doesn't care beat the shit out of her she doesn't care so you know this is it i i am not a fan of wendy williams but i gotta say i'm sort of excited to see wendy's take on this because she she you know is obsessed with the kardashians i i think the kardashians invented the internet they invented reality television (laughs) i give them credit for everything so i I forgive them this moment of raw and who invented the Kardashians? Paris Hilton. <laughs> okay, I buy that. I buy that. For me, it's all complicated by the whole Taylor Swift phone call thing because there's a new chapter in that too. I never understood quite what was revealed in that. Who did what? Did what? But there was, it was just the other day. There was a new revelation, yeah. and because they showed the edited tape, and Kanye said that he told her everything that was on the track, and in fact, he didn't. And so right. she was surprised. And then Troy Sivan and yeah. Tyler Oakley and above everybody right. else starts taking sides and right. it right. becomes please, please. In World War Three. During All the right. time of, of isolation and, and home sheltering, please watch the Kardashians right. slap the shit out of each other. Please. That's Thursdays, eight PM at E number nine, James. Number nine. I uh wanted to give a shout out to a Beloved wild liberty of ours who just recently got married. I just read about this. Yes, Pamela Anderson. What was the name of our show we did with her? Girl on the Loose or yeah. something. Was yes. it? Bombshell or... Bombshell, Girl on the Loose. I don't think it was Bombshell. I, I can't remember. I think Maybe that was just cause... on the poster. <laughs> but, you know, um, she married... Pamela, um, Girl on the Loose. Right. Pamela, Girl on the Loose. She married um, her a longtime love of hers, John Peters, who was... Uh, he's a... Famous Hollywood producer. He started off in the 70s like David Geffen as a hairdresser and then went on to do A Star is Born, Batman, Flashdance, Caddyshack, Rain Man, Gorillas in the Witch, Gorillas in the Mist, Witches of Eastwick, The Color Purple, and American Werewolf in London. He has quite a string, I mean, of hits. John Peters was with Barbara Streisand for a while. He was with Barbara Streisand for years and years, like almost 10 years, I think. Because I remember this fabulous quote of Barbara Streisand. That she said the thing about John was that he always knew what to do on Sundays. That is so <laughs> profound. What does that I love mean? that. Sundays are an existential <laughs> hole in the what? week. It's just the most awful day. And I like love my everything's Sundays. closed. It's depressing. Well, it's I like, think he means for people that like getting out. What does he? What does he? <laughs> what does he do on a Sunday? What did he know? Apparently, he knows what to do. Everything. But I would go with someone if they knew what to do on Sundays. Well, That'd I'll take you to the Rose Bowl, per, uh, Rose Bowl flea market okay. this week. Okay. If you're in town, Melrose Trading Post. Thank you. Okay. Um, Anyway, uh, both of them, this is their fifth marriage each. 
Uh, I had forgotten, you know, after Tommy Lee, that she was married to Kid Rock for years and years uh-huh. and years. She married um, uh, Rick, Rick Solomon, Solomon twice, twice, who was, you know, the Paris Hilton sex tape guy. Um, and also Shannon Doherty's lover right. for many years. Or husband, right? I think they were married. Yeah. And who was she married to when she did the sex tape? Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, but he now is um, has uh, five different sexual assault cases since oh. like ninety six to two thousand eight, he's been accused five times by five different women of assault. So he, we don't really know that. Who, John? John Peters. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, he says that he met Pamela when she was nineteen years old, a Playboy model at the Playboy Mansion. Well, I saw a photo of them together like a really long time. Yeah, that, ago. that that was then. She was nineteen years old, just fresh faced and just yeah. absolutely adorable. And they had been lovers then. And then thirty five years later, he said that he hadn't been able to stop thinking about her. And so they they got back and they're married. So God bless them. Well, He's seventy eight or something. Seventy five. Seventy five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not there's anything wrong with that. No. Nope. Nope. I mean, do you think this is the one? This is for keeps. Well, you. So we sort of want Pamela to be happy. You know, of she's, sort of. No, no, no. But but she's she's somebody who has you know had a, a a rocky time of it. I think. Right. And so she's up and she's down, she's up and she's down. So she's I, a I, hopeless romantic. But I want her to, to end up just being happy and finding the right one. So I'm glad she's not with Julian Assange anymore. Well, that was just it because didn't but we she think, was with him too? Yes, because we I thought that they were going to get married. Remember, because she would sneak in and out of the embassy in the dark of the night. And well, and she also just broke up with some French football oh, baller. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when we did the Pamela Anderson series? She did a, a, a an estate sale, sold yes. all her stuff, and in the warehouse where all her stuff was sold, there were like 13 mattresses. mattresses yes. And she was like, oh, the stories, if those mattresses could talk. <laughs> you know, like, she must have, like, right. had Nookie on each of them. I think Saren actually bought one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was fabulous. I think from what he heard when he said, you know, top of the line. <laughs> Well, Pamela and John's holy union ended only two weeks later. She even denied ever having been married to him. On to number eight in our countdown of things you may have forgotten happened in 2020. Number eight. Um, this past week uh, and, and this last weekend was the first ever DragCon UK. We had it at Olympia in uh-huh. Kensington. Oh, my God. It was It was incredible. Um, I saw the pictures, boy. I Woo. mean, could you believe it was just it, it, Olympia? Is, funny enough, it's a slightly smaller hall than we do in in LA and New York, but it was so jam packed with people. And that first, you know, I always have this sort of anxiety. You know, like when you throw a party, you're just convinced no one's going right, to come. Right, right, right. And I had that sort of anxiety. And then I got off the tube on Saturday morning, and there were like lines around the block. Um, at one point, it got a little. Um, I, the venue had a little bit of a panic attack I and did, closed saw, the doors, yeah. uh-huh. which was not a popular move with the few hundred people waiting outside who started chatting uh, through fund. It was, it was 3,000 people <laughs> It outside. was not, James. Yeah, that's what I James saw. That's what I saw. I, saw I was line. there. I saw them. It was not 3,000 people. It was 500 people. They were offered refunds if they didn't want to wait. We offered to, for them to use their tickets on a Sunday if they didn't want to stick stick around and get in. Everybody got in on the Saturday. Anyway, it was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. That's and awesome. just the vibeology and the Queen's Walk was amazing. Because you see, at Olympia, it's like oh, two floors. Staircase. Uh, yes. 
And it's a lovely old Victorian building with this gallery. The second floor is a gallery all the way around. So you can stand there and look down on the stage. And the queens came out on the stage, went down the pink carpet, and then ascended a staircase at the very end. It was absolutely stunning, dramatic bag of chips, came out and <laughs> squatted and left a little turd <laughs> on the pink carpet. Uh, Morgan McMichaels came out, took a little girl's hand that she saw in the crowd and walked her down the pink carpet. It's just like Sweet. moving moment. On, and I suppose the frenzy, the orgasmic pinnacle of the whole thing was when um, the Frock Destroyers oh, sang yeah. Wanna Break Up. They didn't even have to sing it. The entire audience knew all the words. I heard they sang it twice and that yes. everyone was perfectly happy. They could loved have done it. it. Yes. yes, could have done it again. I did see that um, Bianca, who is on the West End right now, yeah. that people went bananas when she came in. Right. That she was probably one of the most popular of the uh, of the American girls in the blue was by and far one of the, the most popular of the British girls. Yes, Blue definitely. And, and oh, good Lord, Michelle Visage, bless her, had oh, lines yes, for days. Yes. You know, she sold all her books. And also, she's I have, a huge star in the UK. She and, is. And Rue, the madness around Rue was insane. What was so brilliant was that Rue DJed, and from that gallery, he could DJ to everybody. He did two two-hour sets. He also did a fabulous Rue Talks with Bananarama. Oh, I did see that, yeah. Yeah, and he also did an AJ and the Queen panel. Oh, cool. And then the time he wasn't doing those things, he was behind his booth selling merch. I mean, it was just, it was such a fun, it was such a feel-good, amazing, um, lovely experience, really. Yeah. Did you get I to meet that. the banana? Have you met banana? No, Matt I Siobhan, didn't or? because I was sort of I was found myself just uh, uh, hold up a large time in the office, and so I sort of missed vast chunks <laughs> of it. But it was a really uh, a lovely, a lovely, a lovely thing in, to see. We ran into Siobhan before. We have. I she, she's a friend of a friend of mine. That's why I see a lot of her. Jodie Harsh was also there and had oh, a yeah. love Jodie yeah. Harsh, mm-hmm. and of course all the queens from from series one, the UK. Series one, you know, obviously including the Vivian. Right. Um, it was just really pretty spectacular. So, I love it. How far is that out of London? Oh, it's central London, pretty much. Oh, cool. It's, it's zone one on the tube. So oh, cool. Yeah. Kensington is, is a very posh neighborhood, isn't it? It is. I will have to say that Olympia, the Olympia com- Exhibition Hall, is not in the posh pit of Kensington. <laughs> it's sort of like in the armpit between posh Kensington <laughs> And Hammersmith, and it's sort of like, it's not an area you'd want to, it's not bad, but right. it's just not very scenic, and it's, but it's perfect. It was absolutely perfect. I can't believe there even was a drag con in 2020. It seems like we haven't had one of those in ages. But we'll be right back after the break to dive into more things that you may have forgotten happened this year in 2020. You're listening to The Wow Report on Radio Andy, Sirius XM. You're listening to World of Wonders, Wow Report. That make us go wow. Welcome back. I'm producer Blake Jacobs here by myself, counting down the top 10 stories that you may have forgotten happened in 2020. Now, like I said, maybe you remember these happening, but it just seems like it was way longer than a year ago since today's January 1st, 2021. But nope, all of these stories happened in 2020. Let's carry on with number seven. Number seven. Why, why, why is the impeachment trial that is going nowhere fast? It's got an a historic inevitability that that is just 
playing out in real time. It's really annoying because we know how this is going to end. Mm. We know they aren't going to let them have any witnesses. We know there's not going to be any evidence. We know that the Republicans are all in the bag for Trump, and they've already said they aren't going to be impartial. So what the fuck are we doing watching this? Why is it taking up 14 hours of my television? I'm not able to watch Days of Our Lives. I'm not able <laughs> to watch um, um, General Hospital because these fucking people are ruining our country. And how about the fact that most of it is taking place after midnight? It's like some sort of like midnight like well, it's just, society. It's, it's not really a trial. No, it's just it's one of those like um, uh, existential plays by Sartre or something like that. That it just it goes on and on and on, and there's never going to be any resolution except you know. I saw a thing on CNN last night that this guy was talking. I don't even remember who it was, but he was like, "They want this to be a blip, just like." Do you know what what we were doing a year ago from like today? We were there. The government was in a shutdown. Oh, Do you yeah. even remember that? Well, it, like there's always. I think the like, more they kind of compress it and try to shorten it, the more history will judge them for it. But if there is a what, history, I was going to say, no. but that's not what matters. What matters is that if, like the Mueller case, like the Mueller report. He's going to skate again, and the more he skates, uh-huh. the more powerful he becomes, and the more he get, thinks he can get away with doing bigger and bigger crimes. And they are already saying that the reason why the Republicans are all in on for him is because they're convinced that he's going to win the second term. And God help him, if he wins the second term, there will be no more America left. Well, it's funny you say that, because I just read an article by Benjamin L. Corey, who has a, a blog, BenjaminLCorey.com, uh, where he actually looked at the idea that uh, Trump is the Antichrist. And he found all these biblical quotes. Uh, this is Daniel uh, chapter 11, verse 21. A despicable person will arise, a man of contempt. He will slip in when least expected and will seize the kingdom through flattery and intrigue. Revelation chapter 13, verse 3. The whole world was filled with wonder and followed the beast. Now, listen, the other one of the things the from small, Revelation yes. is that they um, they always are talking about when the trumpets will blare, the trumpets. Yes. Trump, he hears the word Trump. That's Nostradamus, I believe. And the other oh, no, thing trumpets is— trumpets always going in Revelation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And the, but they, the, they will have the sign of the beast on their well, head. And that's exactly. the MAGA hat. That's, that's the MAGA the Make hat. America Great yes. Again hat. They, because there was they, a they meme would, about that, They actually. wouldn't have understood back in the in the biblical times about what a baseball hat right. was. They would just see something with the that's letters on it. That's what he saw, Revelation 13, mm-hmm. and they Received a mark on their foreheads. Yeah, MAGA. MAGA. Maggots. Um, he will exalt himself above all so that he set himself up in God's own temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Close. We're close to that. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. He will honor a God no one will have heard of before, the God of fortresses. What is the wall? The God of uh, fortresses. Uh-huh. And he will worship this God with a lot of money. Yeah. Daniel chapter 11, verse 37. So, so that's why this insane thing is happening. That's why the evangelicals, the Republicans, don't see him for what he is. Because he's the Antichrist. Well, that's that's I what they, that's what they keep saying that. is that um, they keep saying he's a, a sign from God, and everyone else is saying yes, it is a sign from God, and you failed. He was testing you, evangelicals, and you bought the golden calf. You right. were worshiping at the golden well, calf. Well, I'm just waiting for the rapture. Well. <laughs> Maybe it's happened and we're still well, here. I don't know why you think you're going to be rapture. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know in the rapture what happens is God summons all the good people to him. Mm-hmm. So we just suddenly disappear. But I guess we're still 
You know, yeah. but, but the yeah. bad people stay around, have to stick around for the six years of, right. of the war, Jesus' no. war with the Antichrist. So we were in the middle of what would eventually become the impeachment of Trump for that topic. A lot of good that did, right? I guess James was right to be pissed that it preempted his soap operas. <laughs> Moving on, our friend Raja, the Diamond Crown Queen from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3, joined us for number six of the top ten things that you may have forgotten happened in 2020. Number six. Yeah. What is that? What is I the, tore it up. Uh, <laughs> one of the most iconic moments of the Trump presidency. So fucking good. I love it. You know, it's Nancy Pelosi at the State of the Union in which, he, first of all, when they walked in, he refused to shake her hand, remember? So it went off. It got off to a bad start. Well, let's, let's be fair here. Who started the hostilities? He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's no good to sort of positioning us as like Nancy ripped up the speech. He was really rude to her, right? Yes. yes right. And then, you know, the whole speech is just filled with lies and, right. and just, it just nonsense, just utter nonsense and, right. and patting himself on the back and this and that. And, and so at the very end, she rips up the, the speech at, at, on camera and the Republicans went bananas <laughs> on twi- the Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. It, people were just like... So the Republicans went bananas. Like, it, it's like, how... And one of the th- okay, Newt yeah. Gingrich was one of the people who came out and said, "This is disgusting. I've never seen anyone act this way before." Newt Gingrich, remember, called Chelsea Clinton uh, the White House dog when she was fourteen yeah. years old. He he um, shamed some girl for con- wanting contraception. He was cheating on his wife who had cancer, and he left his wife, his cancer-ridden wife, to be with his fourth wife or something. Callista. Well, and let's not forget the you know making fun of the special needs. Reporter yeah, and well, to grab him by the pussy. Wait, 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 and, right. Yeah, no, but, but I'm talking about uh, this was Newt Gingrich who was making fun. Well, but yeah, Newt Gingrich has no place. No white, but no, I think what mm-hmm. Blake is saying is Republicans generally commit offensive acts first and yeah. then point the finger at anyone right, who, who does, tore up a piece of paper or wears a tan full suit. of lies. What, yeah, what exactly. time of year was it? Yes. Obama wore the tan suit. Yeah, yeah. Obama or, right. or or Michelle Obama showed her shoulders right. uh, before Melania showed her tits. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So you know, and I you know I love Nancy Pelosi. I wish to God she could be president. I think she is so classy and gorgeous and smart as a whip. Mm-hmm. I just there's I, I everything she does is just fantastic. intimidating. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think she's the like... one person that Donald Trump is like truly afraid mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. There's that great picture of, remember, where she's doing this. She's standing up and pointing at him. Or she's going, like, clapping, doing the clap. Mm-hmm. Right. But this was, this was a, a meeting of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And they're all, like, cowered, looking. And, and Trump is, like, looking at that. And she's just standing there doing that. And it's just one of the great photos. I mean, yeah. she's so cool. Because she said then at that time, because with you, all the roads lead to Russia. And yeah. Yeah. Which is where she, knows, exactly, she knows what's going on. Exactly where we are. Yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying the theatrics of it all. I don't really follow politics as much as I really, really should follow politics. But I think, I mean, it's, you know. Well, <laughs> you know, you, it's either all or nothing because yeah. it's it's a commitment to, to every single day the, uh, do another outrage and to, to feel defeated every single yes. day. Yeah. And it, sometimes it is better to just turn it off. Yeah, don't let it suck bo- you in because yeah. it is like a dark place. Because I will go home and watch Rachel you know right. exactly uh, and yeah. then chris cuomo and then you know then you're all fired up uh-huh no. don, don mm-hmm. lemon and then all of a sudden it's two in the morning and i'm you know furious and you know tweeting Spinning. uh-huh so i mean it is better my sister just watches um bravo and that's it she doesn't watch yeah. the news she doesn't know anything that's going on and she's happy yeah 
But no. we are so fucked. Yeah. We're yeah. fucked. Totally fucked. I mean, it, it's a lie, yes. <sighs> <laughs> Number five. Guys, this is a quick one, but I think it's worth noting because the timeline for the COVID thing all, happened, all started for me when I heard that not just Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson had COVID. They were in Australia. We were in London at the time. Um, they showed great bravery. They, sh- they were the first celebrities really to share it. Um, they've gotten through it. They're back in LA. There was all this coverage that Rita and Tom were seen driving around LA. Um, and, you know, Rita, uh, who also is, you know, a recording artist, her songs went like number one on the iTunes chart, I think, with the day of, of, of the original thing. And then she, um, while she was in captivity, in, 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 in uh, whatever they call it, um, she <laughs> trying to remember if, if she remembered, if only. <laughs> she remembered the Naughty by Nature song, uh, if she could remember the lyrics. Hey, yo, hey, yo, that one? Yes, and but and so she, with the social media, um, spit out all of the lyrics on her Instagram, and you know, very and, and got a lot of props. But the most important props of all, she got props from Naughty by Nature themselves, the original artists. Tretch, right? Remember, wasn't wasn't his name Tretch yeah. that he was really hot? Yes. Didn't he have the padlock and chain around his neck? Was that his trademark? Possibly, possibly. Oh no, not me. They've done a remix. We can maybe play it on the way out. Um, it's going to uh, help uh, go to a charity to raise money for COVID. Mm. Um, and just, you know, who, who do they say? Well, didn't someone write like an opera while they were in Mozart? Or who, who, while in quarantine or in jail? Or wrote King Lear, yeah. yeah. Well, Naughty by Nature and Rita Wilson have remade. <laughs> you know what I have to say? Life hands you a lemon, call Rita Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after the break. Don't go anywhere. We're counting down the top 10 things that happened in 2020 that you may have forgotten happened in 2020. We'll be right back. You're listening to World of Wonders Wow Report. Things that make us go wow. Welcome back. I'm producer Blake Jacobs. Let's get right back into counting down the top 10 things you may have forgotten happened in 2020. Now for number four, our friend the Vivian, the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season one, stopped by to talk about RuPaul hosting Saturday Night Live back in February. Number four. It was a fascinating process to see because as you say, just the number of people in that tiny space pulling that thing off so quickly, yeah. so fast. But then I have to say that, that, that Rue's monologue just really deeply touched me. And to be there and to see him on that stage... Which is something that should have happened 20 lies. years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it, 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 it was a long time coming, but it, it, it was, was a great wonderful. moment. Yes. But the perfect time as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. exactly. Things happen for a reason. Uh-huh. And I loved what he said, and I know you had a, a hand in this, the idea that um, basically three things, right? Yeah. Don't take life too. Make sure you get paid before you go on get stage. Get the money up front. Get the money up front. Thank you. Unless they're paying your bills, pay them no mind. Pay them bitches. They no wouldn't mind. say us. Little, wouldn't, yeah. ABC preferred we didn't say bitches. But they said bitches all through that. We time. could say bitches. They thought it would be a little alienating. Uh, okay. Early on. And right. the third thing was, uh, uh, don't take life too. Don't take life too seriously. Right. And we said, I take. I take a lot of this is he says this all the time. This is not my he goes. I take some things very seriously. I take kindness seriously. Mm -hmm. I take love seriously. Mm -hmm. But the rest just have 
fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was amazing. The, the, the monologue was, it was, um, you know, Ru I've always said RuPaul's like Dolly Parton or any of the greats that whose message has been preserved from day one. Mm -hmm. You say it so well. Like, uh, Ru kind of like when you met Ru. Exactly the same. I mean, the, the outfits may have changed a little bit. <laughs> a little bit more money. <laughs> but really, exactly the same person. Yes. And and the you same can't message. love yourself. Who, how are you going to love yeah. And you? you know what? It's not a repeat until everybody's heard it. Right. Exactly. That's and right. this is a message. And this, this was probably one of his biggest platforms to date, right? I think. Yes. And I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about some of the ones that landed, some of the, some of the scenes or some of the skits that okay. were so fantastic. I loved, the, like I said, this air, or the, um, you know, the Nights of the Lights of Mountain Georgia. That one. was one of my favorites. That was one of my favorites. The reading is fundamental. Oh, the, reading the library is was hysterical. He nailed every single one. It oh, my was so God. Great. When he said, Harriet the Spa, girl, please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, and then girl, the, bye. One of my favorite, or the, or the Pete Davidson, putting Pete Davidson in drag is just genius. And that he was hot, too. Yeah, that is, that, is, that is so viral. And Pete Davidson it does that character so well. Chad. And it, yeah, Chad. And well, it's so funny, the slacker. Do you get my gist? Jizz. <laughs> yeah, jizz. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, but I loved the, the one near the end when it was the two, um, the, the two old ladies in the hotel room. Old, old, old New York. Old New York. With Kate McKinnon and A.D. Bryan and yeah. Ruse there. They, they go, there's two men. We, we've married this, 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 uh, uh, the same man twice. One's dead. The other one's here. <laughs> <laughs> but what, it, what most people don't know is that it's a riff on a very famous viral YouTube video series yes. about Royce and uh, uh, Royce and Marilyn. And they were two old ladies who lived in a tenement hotel downtown L.A. And they um, just bitched at each other downtown on camera. New York. No, no, no. It was L.A. It was downtown. Uh, was it? Yeah. And oh. so they transferred it to New York. Oh, and New to York. Do it. Yeah. But um, they're these old. One is, God damn it. I hate you. This is garbage. And she was, sort of, she was brought up in Paris. And she wears and, she's just, and the other one is sort of an old lady who's like a big Edie Beale character yeah. and they just share a bed together and they just bitch at each other and that's sort of what it's based on if you have never that's seen life, right? Royce and Marilyn check that's it out because show. that sounds like me and and I was wondering, <laughs> but I was wondering if Rue had brought that to them and you said no I think they've done that before and again they inspired Bowen wrote the, the, the minor sketch I told you about earlier that was from Dynasty Cecily had done this, the, night, uh, the, the designing women thing yeah, yeah. so they were inspired yeah. and um, they, they're so good there and there's, like I said, they're so professional, and they were, and Rue, um, Rue, there's a moment in, in rehearsal when he first met uh, the kids in the reading thing, and it was the, before wigs and stuff, and there was all this, you know, there's all this like technical stuff. They would stop as a camera, people figure out what to do, the directors were not, and Rue got like literally on his hands and knees mm. and was like playing with the kids and having fun. And Natasha said to me, This is behind the scenes, she goes, AJ and the Queen has really changed Rue. Like he really, because you know, I don't have children, who doesn't have children, but he really, he was so charming. But I think that's what got me. That's what touched me so emotionally about the whole thing was uh, just imagining the kids out there. I, I guess it's past their bedtime, but the kids out there hearing yeah. Rue no, saying no, no. that and thinking back to when one was a little kid and probably not having those kinds of role models. What was it he says at the very, very end? He says, you know, if you was well, the idea that if your kindness, he goes, because yes. you know, if if you um, following those pieces of advice, because if you um, follow your heart, yes. if, if 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 you you know sort of march to the beat of your own drum, yeah. and if you use every color in, in the, the crayon, crayon box, box. Yes. he goes, it could, it, who knows where it'll take right. you? If you're lucky, where I am you on might Saturday just end up posting signing it. Right. Yeah, that just, so it just makes me. I just, it brought it makes, tears. It brings um, tears. Varla Jean Merman, the wonderful drag queen, sure. wrote something about that, and it just it was got, got passed around within our circles. Just about she's like it was tears in her eyes when Rue yeah. was doing the thing because it's yeah. just it is Rue is you know and we're so funny you know the way that Democrats eat each other the gay community can like bark at each other mm -hmm. but but when something like this happens it's like it's like Rue is doing it for us yeah, yeah. you know yeah and, great exactly. and that is great such moment. a message we need to hear uh, this sort of. 
Yes. Trump, age of hatred and things of that nature. No shade button for that. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's move on to number three. Remember Quibi? It launched in April, and only six months later, it was announced it was shutting down in October. Number three. Have you guys uh, got your free subscription to Quibi, the new network, the new Jeffrey Katzenberg Met Whitman network? No. no but You're not alone. It's, <laughs> it's just launched. We've been hearing about it for quite a while as of all of Hollywood. And Jeffrey Katzenberg of DreamWorks fame and everything else, and Meg Whitman, who used to run Yahoo, they came together, got a billion dollars in investment, spent a billion dollars in programming to make Quibi is short for quick bites for 10 minutes or less content that you it's only on mobile and you can watch it. The big gig is the big, the big hook is you can watch it horizontally or vertically. Not a big hook. It and, sounds like you aren't a fan. Well, it's it's everyone's suspicious. Part of me thinks with young people here, the whole thing is it was all uh, the whole notion is there's this white space in high end streaming mobile. Even though all of the place nine, all of the other versions of this awesomeness TV, all those other things have crashed and burned. While well, WoW Presents Plus has continued to grow and grow and grow and grow for $3.99. So for $4.99, you get Quibi. You can get 90 days free. I'm on the 90 days free. Uh, I think it's like uh, it's like $4.99 or more for Quibi if you $5.99 if you don't get commercials and $7.99 if you do, which is more than Disney Plus. And the reviews are in and people are a little confused. It's something new. So maybe people come around to it. But there's something dis. I've, I've only watched. I watched. There's a show called uh, Nikki Fresh, starring uh, once a wild liberty Nikki, Nikki Nicole Richie, which candidly, Jane, is just uh, like candidly Nicole. We have a show called Candidly Nicole, which you can watch for free on AOL, uh, and uh, it's the same show. Um, I thought there's quite a few sort of Wow Presents well, well, Plus type because- shows on the Quibi. I thought the Chrissy Teigen thing looked t- like fun. It's it's uh-huh. you should, everyone should watch with their own clear mind. I'm giving it. I think I read something, and maybe it's changing quickly. But only like it, it started uh, earlier this week, and initially only three hundred thousand people signed up. And how ironic that the white space was. You're on the bus. You're standing in line at Starbucks. You're commuting. You're at work, and you just need a little break. And here's the six to ten minute quibby quick bite. But the fact is, and you can't get it right now on your computer. You can't get it projected to your television. So you're forced right now in in this weird time where we're all stuck inside watching. I have a little carpal tunnel from switching my phone from this <laughs> to this, from this to this. How is that? Is that novelty? Does that is that fun doing that? Does it no. make a well, wait a minute though. Wait a minute though. In mm. Quibi's defense. Yeah. Snapchat is doing the same thing and I have a deal with Snapchat to do my book Freak Show in 10 minute uh episodes so i'm hoping against hope that by god this format will survive so that i can make some damn money sure which book is that james which book which book? oh i don't know if there's a format short enough for you james no i'm kidding the <laughs> um the that was a joke um but you know there's tiktok there's lots of short form entertainment right. and you would think it'd be a no-brainer 
But you didn't spend a billion. I don't think they're paying you a billion dollars. Close, close, very close. <laughs> I think that the floor in this in this equation may be that it's it's designed for the kids who watch on their phones, which is great. But everything's got celebrities in it, and I'm not sure that the kids who watch on their phones are that interested in the celebrities. I think the celebrities belong to film and television, like Spielberg, and I think and you're then, absolutely right. I think the, that's the, what. That's the great thing about TikTok is that it's created its own celebrities. And I think that the kids want to create their own celebrities. I don't mm-hmm. think they need Nicole Richie or, or Chrissy Teigen. And you should check it out, James, yeah. as it relates to what you're about to do. Because in formats, there's some format shows like game shows. And because they're only six minutes long, they get really redundant and repetitive right after each other, right? So you sort of need maybe in scripted, which I, there is a lot of scripted. There's a ton of, of really high quality, high name stuff. But with scripted, I think you need to find a way, which could be tricky or not, to like make me go to the next level, make me go to or you know, take a turn around the corner. Because if it's just I think it's probably less problematic and scripted. But I have I'm going to start watching scripted stuff tonight. Well, you, do, you, you need every you need it to be like a, a mini soap opera where you, you have cliffhangers after cliffhanger after cliffhanger to keep you going yeah. and keep you scrolling through. In the reality stuff, the most successful thing was kind of um, uh, the MTV uh, remade Singled Out, but they also remade Punked, which has some issues because the, the, the punks aren't that good. But at least with Punked, it's sort of like six minutes about the time you need for a Punked and then you go on to the next one. But the other stuff, it just presents a whole new set of challenges. And listen, Jeffrey Kanzenberg and Matt Whitman are very smart people, and they're they're very well financed. And I, you know, we have we know people over there who are pitching them. I shouldn't be bad talking them, but there, it's it is getting mixed reviews um, online, getting mixed reviews by the press and by this, the Variety and Hollywood Reporter. So it's an it's a new day, and I'm making, making the world know that Quibi is available. You can well, get it free for ninety days but, and make the decision yourself. But Tom, have you have you guys pitched at Quibi? Yeah. Oh, okay. And <laughs> okay. Moving along. Moving Here along. we are. Listen. Number two. Mystery seeds from China. Have you guys heard about this? Yes. A little bit. I tried to ignore it. Now tell me all about it. People have been receiving unsolicited mystery packets of mystery seeds that come from China. And I think something like 9,000 people have received them so far. Someone is sending packets of seeds from China and and they think maybe it's an an attempt to some sort of eco-sabotaging to introduce some kind of vagrant weed that runs amok or some sort of smuggling, some sort of deathly beetle in the seeds. But no one quite knows what the fuck is going on. And it's are, just- are we supposed to plant them when we receive them? Is that what we're supposed to do? Like they think Americans will just go, oh, these just seeds. Oh, just to plant just the seeds. Put them in a little oh, cup. What would Mary Astor do? <laughs> Mary, Mary Astor, Astor that was the star the- of Old Maid with Betty Davis. <laughs> Now that we're in this cottage core period, get, receiving a packet of seeds, yes, you are going to go plant them because that's what you do in cottage core. You go take out, the, you go garden, you plant your weeds, you bake your sourdough bread. Question. <laughs> in, this, in this age where there's a new conspiracy theory every three hours and my head's about to explode, has anyone done like research or sent these to a lab? Is there any, any of that kind of follow-up? Or are we just sort of another thing to panic about? Actual research, it would appear not, no. (laughs) 
And it's it's been out, right? It's Kamala Harris and Biden are sending seeds around. But it does sort of sound like it it is sort of like an insidious plot. Like, you know, I mean, you know how in Mm. the South, I grew up in Florida, in kudzu, it was a plant that was, you know, introduced in like the 60s. And now it has literally taken over the entire uh, state. And I'm wondering if there is some sort of weird plot to, you know, take down cities or something by introducing things that are not supposed to be there. What if the plant comes in peace and it's meant to (laughs) love one another? (laughs) Mm. Or it could just be a viral, someone is trying to get a a bunch of hits on on Instagram and uh, it's just some sort of viral superstar in China sending it out. It's it's a promotional campaign for uh, Red Bull. It's crazy. (laughs) Right. There you go. Well, you're gonna to have to watch. You to track the demon seeds from China, which sounds racist. So I'm not gonna say that. But Did you that, is that how this started? What seeds? Yes, seeds. What you do you mean? Somebody sent them to you? What? No, I never received the seeds. No. Oh, okay. Lots of other people have. I thought you might have received some seeds. I, I got some seeds the other night. I was just going to say, this could go wrong real quick, real quick. We'll be right back after the break to dive into more things that you may have forgotten happened this year in 2020. You're listening to The Wow Report on Radio Andy, Sirius XM. You're listening to World of Wonders, Wow Report. Things that make us go wow. Welcome back, guys. I'm producer Blake Jacobs here by myself. While everyone else is out enjoying their holiday, and I'm counting down the top 10 things that happened in 2020 that you may have forgotten happened in 2020. Um, Now, we haven't heard much about Harry and Meghan as of late. At least I haven't. And I don't know if that's because we're in the middle of a pandemic and there are more important things. Maybe it's a bigger story on the other side of the pond. Um, Alas, our number one story that you may have forgotten happened in 2020, Megxit. Number one. Uh, let's talk about Megxit. Oh, it's God, hard. we got so much. This shouldn't just be a segment. This should be a four-hour special. <laughs> so for those that have been living under a rock, um, it was announced on January 8th that Meghan Markle, Markle. and well, Prince Harry are stepping down. Yeah, are stepping down as senior members of the British royal family. Potentially, we haven't really worked out all the details. They're moving yet. away from what was the what was the phrase from their from their senior royal duties. Yeah. So what do you think of that? Do you care? I really don't care. I mean, I was thinking. <laughs> well, I was thinking it's about, everywhere. You have to talk about. I mean, it. I do hate that our you know royal historian isn't here to discuss this. Oh, oh please. <laughs> but um, they they say that they wanted they'd be financially independent, meaning that. They won't take any money from taxpayers. That's to make the people of uh, England not hate them for doing this. Right. And they plan to split their time between the U.K. and North America. Now, listen, the thing about that is, is, you know, this is a boy who watched his mother die from being harassed by the press. And so for him to want to save his family and not do go, go through that again is commendable. I, I, I believe. And the fact that the British press has been so nasty to her. Right. And, you know, they say that it's, it's probably racist. It's probably, you know, whatever it is, they have, you know, I just saw an article the other day that had um, side-by-side uh, stories about um, Kate and Megan. And it will be like, yeah, and it will be like, 
Kate um, get, is eating avocados, and then it'd be like Megan's taking all the avocado crops. Like you know, it's like, like you know, like like they'll say like whatever Kate does is you know she's wearing a, a sparkly tiara. Why is she wearing the tiaras? That you know, like it's like the the, the two the, she is held up to an impossible standard. Yes, and I don't blame them for wanting to get away from. I it. don't think they're ever gonna like need or want for money or fame. Like they're can always. I, can I point be. counterpoint you yeah. for a minute? Because I, I ultimately want everyone to be happy and they should yeah. do whatever they think is safe. However, what it, I'm just it's that the 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 drug of fame, and I have not experienced it, so I can't speak to it. Um, but didn't she know? That she was marrying into the royal family. Right. Didn't she visit and see the quarters she'd be living in? Didn't she? You know, I always feel like, you know, when you see like E True Hollywood stories or biographies of celebrities, they always seem to stumble at the same place. Like they're, they're on the hot top of the world and they lost everything. Or, you know, the, the, the price of fame was too high. Now, again, if it's too high and she's in trouble, I say move on, live your life. But didn't she get all the fame and now she's using that fame or, and, or, no. and or do we live in a world where being a royal isn't famous enough no like she can't drive like 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 they, they, you know elton john private jets like like you can live a life they can live a life those two can live a life more famous but on their own without any restrictions than if they were to actually pay homage to by the way and i'm not pro what i'm saying is that every that, that she is treated different right. than every other royal right. she couldn't have anticipated that. no she, there's no way because she probably thought she was going to be like a kate. kate yeah she probably thought that, that the, the press was going to fall over right. and love her and everyone was everywhere well she and went. it seems like they did in the beginning right and then it just like turned i don't know and I, is the british press like worse than the american press? Oh, yes. much worse much much Ugh. worse Yes, um, but I and the other thing is 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 um, it's 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 amazing. This is a whole other topic. Uh, uh, the obsession, the fantasy that we throw upon the royal family, because yeah. her wedding. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It just it is. Like our, our as Americans, you know, we don't get we don't really see the negative. We just think, oh, the fairy tale wedding. I was always excited that there was a person of color. In the royal, yes, and, line. and, and, and I think that I think that people bit. thought that in the beginning, but I also think that you know Harry, um, we've wanted some, we've wanted Harry to fall in love for so long, we wanted him to ha- settle down mm-hmm. for so many you know decades now. That's big of you because I know when he broke up with you, you weren't saying <laughs> that at first. You were a little resentful at first. <laughs> but I also think too that once she had a child, that everything changes too, yeah. and I think the, your priorities change. I yeah. want everyone to be happy. Megxit with love. Right. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening to the top 10 things you may have forgotten happened in 2020 on the Wow Report for Radio Andy. Let's hope 2021 is better to us than 2020 has been. Until next time, if you have to go out, wear a mask, and do something that makes the world go wow.